Back at it with the Doy Boys. Back at it with the Doy Boys. That was Boys. so nice, Danny. Can you do it again? Thank you. That is so nice. I, I got nice vocals. Danny like has it. beautiful <laughs> throat noises. Yeah. You should hear me in the shower, dude. What? You got some <laughs> deep throating going on in there? Anyway, <laughs> welcome to episode 31 of the Doy Boys. We have our special guest, Danny, here. He likes to get washed in the shower, apparently. He likes to get real throaty in the shower. Whoa, 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 yeah, I have no comments Stand up on for this. yourself. <laughs> this is all hearsay. Literally, he hires people to like peek around the shower curtain wearing a Superman costume. Super just because, amazing. just because it like it flicks the switch for him. Yeah. 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 That's that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Anyways, while um, eating a taco. Wait. I have nothing well, to say about this. Wait. What's up? Has anybody just eaten something in the shower? I have shower beers. Shower beers hit different because you get that that heat going and it's nice and hot and you have a cold beer to drink oh while you're showering. Dude, oh Dude. I have a story for you. Do not drink anything cold in a hot shower. I've actually <laughs> passed out. What? what? You get hypothermia. I've gotten hypothermia Holy like smokes. that. Yeah, I had like a really hot bath and I was sweating. So I was like, you know, I had a cold glass of water there because it's really warm. And then I drank the cold glass of water and i passed out holy <laughs> shit i could have drowned i used to that's st- nuts i used to stealthily smuggle pop cans into the shower and i thought i was such a savage <laughs> so I'd, be, I'd be sitting there just showering away slurping on a pepsi i uh i know somebody who used to sneak like a little play-doh container of sugar underneath their bed as a kid and every night when everyone went to bed they would just eat the sugar straight straight up sugar straight like, up sugar like the cubes or no no no, no. just like actual sugar just how, powdered sugar how old was this person when they did this i'd say like probably like six or seven okay they yeah. were scheming at a young age honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah all the time i had chicken wings in the shower you had chicken wings in yeah the shower. dude i had some chicken wings and i was just like what? i wanted to take a shower and then i was just like i oh, might as well just bring the chicken wings in the shower and I just put it on the side, you know, you got that side thing. Yeah. I'd shower and then I'd eat the chicken wing and I'd start showering again and I'd eat another chicken wing. You know. It was Were they nice. wet or was it like just your hands wet? <laughs> no, you know, because we got one of those adjust adjustable shower heads. So like I can move it down. <laughs> okay. So then I just moved it down, you know, so I could like uh... get out of the water and like eat the chicken wing yeah, yeah yeah were they dry rub or were they saucy uh dry rub i think wait or they were sauce because if it's saucy i don't think it would make that much a difference dry rubs they might get nice and moist pretty oh, quick if it's saucy you can just wash your hands dude you're in the yeah, shower that's what i'm saying exactly i could be wrong but i think i had a bowl of ramen in dude, the shower and now you're saying chicken you guys are wings. living dude <laughs> it's life hacks bro <laughs> You're saying chicken wings, dude. I've had beers. You can have a full-on beers and chicken wings in the shower. Dude, I think this is something. You know, I was literally thinking yesterday. I got beers in the truck. And I need some place to... I got I got to be at some place. It was just the other day. And I was like, man, I kind of want a beer. But I want a shower. And I was like, should I bring the beer in the shower? I just never did it. But I wish I would have done it. Dude, next time. When you got the opportunity. I think that's a good idea. It hits different. I got a question for everyone listening to this right now. On a scale of 1 to 10, how uncomfortable does this conversation make you feel? Comment on the Doy Boys Instagram. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, you know what? Eating wings in the shower. That's pretty weird, dude. Eating wings in the shower, I would say, is kind of strange. Oh, should we bring up something really awkward? Yes. Bring it up. Like, really awkward? Yes. I don't even know if I should. 
<laughs> this it's one. too late. We can't turn around. From you here. can't turn back. You gotta. You gotta say it now, Joey. I remember I was chilling with the boys, and then somebody was just like, you know, it's a really hot, sweaty day, and your balls are sweating, you know, and then you go to take a piss, and you get that that waft. Oh, you know what I mean. And then he's just like, it's waft. kind of a good waft, though. You know what I mean? Guilty pleasures. Guilty yeah. pleasures. Oh, you mean like the, like the waft of like, like the stench like, of like your the, piss? The stank. No, 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 not no, of your stank. piss. Like the the stank. You know what I'm saying? That like that gooch stank. <laughs> that <laughs> sticky, odorous smell. Yeah, I'm not talking any further on this. You're not gonna talk any further. No. You know what? I just remember one of the boys bringing it up. <laughs> what and, are your guilty pleasures, all of you? Okay, let's go around the table. Franz, what's one guilty pre- pleasure that you oh, have? man. Like, I just mentioned the smell of piss. Like, sometimes my what? piss... What? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if it's a pleasure, but, like, sometimes my piss smells like, you know, when you crack open those... Saw, like, it's like a can of li- little wieners, and there's that smell <laughs> that comes out of there. <laughs> sometimes my piss smells like a little wiener can. <laughs> oh, bro. Bro, oh my you know what? Your piss will smell different if you eat some asparagus. Yeah, nasty. I've never what tried that. Mean? What about you, Do you, ne- what? Like, you like it? Yeah, it like, smells like Asian food, dude. <laughs> and I love the smell of Asian food. Oh, man. And it's like it's like serious stank, dude. I can't take I'm, you seriously right now. I'm dead ass. <laughs> okay, you know what? I have a guilty pleasure. What's when you guilty? drive down the road and you smell that skunk... Like, if, you, if there's, like, a skunk on the road, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Oh. Everyone's like, oh, that's disgusting. To me, it's like, man, that is amazing. It smells so good to me. That's how I feel about, the like, the wheat farms. The wheat farms? Wheat farms, I'd say they yeah. smell really good. I know I, other I people like think it. they're disgusting, like, the smell. Oh, yeah. I love the smell. I think uh, one of my guilty pleasures is way more tame than your guys' for sure. <laughs> is just uh, biting off, like, the skin that uh grows on the side of your fingers you know what i'm talking about i do that yeah Yeah, yeah. that access skin i pull on those you pull on it yeah i I just bite it off no you gotta bite it yeah Yeah. you gotta bite it it's nice my teeth aren't straight enough to bite it oh i'm sure you could do it enough little leverage and i have to 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 push my top jaw out so far like uh, it it doesn't really work like i see it's fun nibbling dude the satisfaction is just like chomping through I love peeling off scabs, man. Oh, same. Peeling off scabs is fun. Yeah. And then it bleeds a little, and you're like, okay. Got another one coming. You know what? It's a weird one. Wait, do you... Okay, so, like, if you peel a scab or you get a little sore, you know, you suck the wound. You suck mm-hmm. on it? Do you not? I don't suck on it. You don't? I do. You do? You gotta stop that blood. I, I don't... That's just pulling it out, though. It's not stopping it. You're pulling more blood out. I'm a bit you're of... like, a... vampiring yourself. Yeah. I'm a bit but of a vampire. It's different. <laughs> I remember seeing you do that as a kid, and I thought it was the strangest thing. You'd get a cut, and you'd like start licking it. I'm like, dude, why are you licking it? I don't well, know. I, I don't, didn't mind the taste, bro. You don't never instinctively put that like if you cut your finger, it doesn't instantly go in your mouth. If uh, if it's like a small like a paper cut type cut that I get at work or something, I might you know stick it in my mouth a little bit but if it's like full-on bleeding no i'll I'll go get something to wipe it off i don't stick it in my mouth no i always (laughs) do just suck on it you know get that blood going so (laughs) 
It's going back into to your what, system then. So technically, you're not losing any yeah, blood. I'm taking it back, dude. To what extent would you go, like, what's the furthest you would go? Say the tip of your finger got cut off. Would you do the same? Would oh, you dude. shove your finger in your mouth? I don't know. That's weird. I don't. No, that's too, that's not. That's a lot of blood, dude. And you could feel the bone with your tongue. Oh. That's strange. That's a strange thought. Dude, you know what's disgusting? Degloving. You ever hear oh, that? What's that? You know what that is? It's like where, like, this can happen to any part of your body. Getting degloved, like pe- people deglove their finger. It's like where, let's say you have a wedding ring on, and you get that like that wedding ring gets caught in a machine, and it pulls all the skin off your finger. That's degloving. Ah, that can man. happen to your head, dude. That's happened to people, like faces, and then, like I've seen pictures of like literally straight up. It's like a face, but it looks like. It's all melted. Oh, have you seen the the lady that got her face eaten off by a baboon? Oh, yeah. I didn't see any pictures, but I I think I heard about it on the JRE. Um, I watched a video recently on Facebook. Speaking of degloving, this guy was messing around with a lion. The lion was in a cage. It was some Indian dude. Question mark. He was he was sticking his finger into the fence and like taunting it. Well, eventually, the lion actually grabbed a hold of the base of his middle finger Ooh. and would not let go. I watched this man play tug-of-war for like 30 seconds with a lion. His finger just in the lion's mouth. The lion would not let go. Eventually, he managed to free it, and it did deglove his whole finger. You could see the tendon. Like, there was a piece of tendon that just kind of flew away. Yeah, it, looked, it was so nasty. I felt sick for like half an hour. Gosh. Where do you even find these videos? It was just randomly on my Facebook feed. Dude, or oh, Reddit. Yeah. Go on Reddit. There's stuff on there, man. I'm telling you. It's like, it's crazy. I seen this, dude, I seen this video. There's a guy, he fell out of a building or jumped out of a building. And you know those pole, like those concrete poles that are on the edge of like sidewalks? Um, the big you, yellow like, ones? Yeah, the big yellow ones. Yeah. Like the thick yellow yeah. ones. Those mm-hmm. concrete poles, yeah. So somebody jumped or fell. I don't know the context behind it. But they landed right on one of those poles. Like, their ass. Oh, no. And it was sticking out. You could see it bulging out of their shoulder. So it was all the way up. Oh. This guy was still alive. And what? The, par- the paramedics were, like, putting, like, a mask on him. They were trying to, like, I guess, get him stable. How like, do you? I don't know. How Did do you survive? stay alive? That man's built different. <laughs> so, see, some of them are thinner than others, and some of them are like a lot wider. I don't know how thick or thin. I just remember seeing that, and I was like in shock. But they're usually like an average one is like four or five inches around. Have you heard the raccoon yeah. theory, though? What's that? Oh, I don't want to. The rectum theory? Oh, it. your yeah. ass can actually spread up to, what is it, seven or nine inches? <laughs> it was like ah, nine inches. I don't think that's a theory. <laughs> oh, no, it's facts. And a raccoon can crawl into a space that's six inches <gasps> wide. Oh, man. Okay, so that, okay. Yikes. Yeah. So four Mice or five inches, that's not that much the... of a feat. <laughs> <laughs> Mice? I mean, I mean, like, I want to see you stick four inches in your ass. Though. I don't Whoa. think you do. Whoa. Do you I don't see think that, anybody man? does. No, I, Frank, I really, Why do you want to see that? Yeah, I don't want to see that. Uh, I mean, like... You're, Frank's I'm, just built different. Yeah, I might be a little sus sometimes. Yeah, a little sussy. You're a getting suspect. Called out, called out on the pod. Yeah. What about mice? Mice can fit into the size of a pencil. Oh, how, do, how do they do that? Like, do like they, they're, they're just so... 
flexible. Like, they can just squish together and like yeah. bounce back on the other side. So if you have a hole the size of a pencil in your house somewhere, that's how how mice are getting in. Are I would sure actually kind of like facts? to see that, dude. I've heard it. Have you seen the it? Source is trust me, bro. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. So allegedly, uh, I've just heard it before, dude. Somebody sent me a video. So I've seen some gruesome videos. I don't know if y'all have. I have. Uh, there's this guy. He was like, "Okay, so there's a site online, and it's a gore website." I don't watch the in the like. I'm just quoting this guy, by the way. And he like this is what the guy was saying. He was like, "So there's a gore website, and I and I watch these videos. I don't watch them to get some sick pleasure out of it. I watch them to desensitize myself." See, so that if I go on vacation in some crazy country and I'm sitting at a cafe sipping a coffee or a latte and I see some terrorist blow some person's head off right next to me that I'm not like in shock and just sitting there. It's so that I can be like, oh crap, seen that before, duck, run for cover, (laughs) kill one of the terrorists, take their gun, kill the rest of the terrorists, save the day. Fun fact, that quote is from Andrew Tate. Yeah, yeah, oh, it is. Really? The legend himself. <laughs> Everything he says, I agree with. You know, I'm not going to lie. It, ki- it kind of makes sense. It does It does kind of make sense because I, I do the cold shower thing. And it like your body feels different after. It helps. It helps. I used to do it all the time. And I felt way more amazing. And then I stopped doing it. And then it was really hard to do. And then I just never did it again. And I'm like, damn, I should do it again. But I'm not going to. I've done it two or three times on days that I've been really sore from work, and I've actually noticed a difference. Oh, yeah. It helps your whole body, dude. Your hair, your skin, like literally your energy. It wakes you up right away. It's better than Mm -hmm. caffeine, bro. You hop in the shower in the morning, you turn it cold, you're just like, oh, oh, ah! (laughs) I mean, it's intense. It's intense. But like Everything good for you is always uncomfortable. Yes. It has to be. Otherwise, you wouldn't grow. And everything bad for you is comfortable. Yep. And that goes physical and emotional, mm-hmm. if you think about it. So, that video that you guys put out of yes. um, all the guys eating all that gross stuff. Schmitty's Grill Restaurant. So, you're saying that yep. that was good for them. Yeah, it was healthy. Because they have, there is some serious character development that happened. I, I honestly think so too because now like a tomato it doesn't really bother me. Nah, you dude, you put balut in your mouth. You yeah, put that's duck nasty. embryo in your mouth. That went down my throat. That went yeah, you swallowed that. No, I didn't swallow oh. it. it yeah, well, I swallowed swallow it, it but it came back. It was like it was like in this like on its way to my stomach and then my body's like, Nope. <clears throat> so it just slid right back up to where it was. Yeah. Well it came out of my mouth. It's, oh my goodness. I guess it's correct in some cases, but I mean, like, getting stabbed would be uncomfortable, but I don't know if Character that's necessarily... Character development, uh, exactly. Know, it's like me getting set on fire, dude. Character development. Oh, yeah. yeah I heard about that. Yeah. I listened dude, to your last podcast. We actually want to um, film a little bit of a video with Joey on fire. Hey, it's I coming next. About we, should, we should cut But I'm that, not saying that... anything else about it. Do you want to know what I find yeah. really ironic about the whole situation? Huh? Um, you're not saying who did it, right? No, no. Oh, actually, he said, you did I, mention I, it. I think he, I think he came out and like said it too. Yeah, I think it's fine. Anyways, um, no, I'm not gonna say his name anyways, but in his bio, he calls himself a pyromaniac. That's his. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he set you on fire. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm a little bit of a pyromaniac, and that's what makes me friends with, or makes us such good friends. I mean, a part of it, you know what I mean? Because we both like doing very crazy things. Yeah, for sure. I can see that. You know, there's a bunch of people that are like, you're so stupid. I'm like, how? How am I stupid? I mean, okay, maybe the initial idea of what we were doing was stupid. Yeah. That, understandably, can be called stupid. But the fact that I got set on fire... How can you call me stupid when I'm not the one who set me on fire? Like, if I set me on fire and I got hurt, then I'm stupid. But if someone else set me on fire, how am I the stupid one? Dude, all I'm going to say is you have healed like crazy in the last week. You know what it is? So my mom... Wonder oil? No, no, no. (laughs) My mom is all into crazy herbal witchcraft. I mean, not actually witchcraft, but just like herbal medicines. I, I just like to... My mom's the same way. I like to joke around essential with Essential oils? No, it wasn't essential oils. Um, so there's this type of berry. It looks like a miniature pine cone. And it's it's called nutty wood berry. It's like a nutty wood berry. Yeah. And what you do is you boil it and you take the liquid and then you soak it. Uh, like you let a rag soak in it and you put it over top and it heals it like stupidly fast. I had a burn on my hand. And it wouldn't heal. Like it just, it was there for weeks. For some reason, it wouldn't heal. And my mom was like, "Oh, I'm gonna try this." And I was like, "Okay." Wrap my hand in it. It healed in like three days. I, I like, I kid you not. Like, I kid you not. It healed more in one night than the entire time that the sore was on my hand. That's kind of nuts, dude. Cause like last week, I was looking at your burns and like it, it looked pretty bad. And I can't honestly, I can't see it now. I honestly can't see it. I can see it. It's you still there. It. But that stuff is lit- like it. It's like a miracle drug. Do you feel it at all? No, it doesn't hurt. Like your burns don't hurt at all. No, I can actually move everything now. Like before, I had to keep my neck straight. My neck would cramp and stuff like this. But like, I'm so glad my mom's into this type of stuff. And a lot of people call it a bunch of mumbo jumbo. You know what I mean? Oh, you're into herbs and stuff. That's a bunch of crap. Go to the hospital. The hospital just, like, it's a bunch of synthesized chemical crap that, like... Here, you're hurt. Have some PCP. Like, they'll help you. I'm not going to lie. I'm not saying anything. Like, hospitals will help you. But a lot of it, like, a lot of medicines out there, a lot of drugs are actually petroleum-based. Oil-based. And it actually happened with a Rockefeller... I don't know which specific Rockefeller, but basically he had no medical experience, by the way, and he ended up, I guess, giving a lot of money to medical groups and like uh, pharmaceutical companies and to oh, crap. It's quote unquote a conspiracy theory, but you can go look it up and it's actually official that this guy messed with the medical industry and ended up switching all medical like uh like natural products with like petroleum-based medicines he switched the whole pharmaceutical market i guess to petroleum from natural well if you look at like this is legit if you go look at uh plants like medical like medically beneficial plants out there and you look up the side effects and the positives, like the benefits and the and the side effects. The side effects are way lower, and the positive, like the benefits, are way higher. But if you go look at your average, um, 
Petroleum-based? Like petroleum-based medicines, the side effects are huge and the benefits are low. Like they'll give you like something like an Advil and they'll be like, hey, this is good for headaches and inflammation. And um, then they'll be like, could possibly cause headaches, stomach aches, (laughs) inflammation, inflammation, (laughs) depression. If you have thoughts of uh, suicide, call this number. Uh, Spinal injuries, possibly broken femur. Like the (laughs) the list goes on. Yeah. Like think about it. Like there's been, I don't know, like whatever your whatever your thought of how long uh, people have been around. I I think it's been about six thousand years. But like there's been six thousand years of people. Like, how did they keep themselves healthy back then? Like, it, like they had to have used something, and they didn't have all the synthetized, synthesized garbage back then. Like, Dude, the it, hospital system with all of the new forms of medicine, this is a very new age concept. Like, yeah. Like, 100 years ago, you're looking more at, uh, you treat this and this with this herb, this uh, berry, yeah. this ointment that's completely natural. People have completely, and the same thing goes for the school system, but... Um, it all switched over to a more government funded, like, basically if you go into the doctor today, like to a walking clinic or wherever, they're going to prescribe you some sort of pill Yeah. for most things that you're going to walk in there having issues with. They'll give you antibiotics and stuff, but I would say that this is a very new age concept that we need these pills because there's no such thing as Advil hundred years ago. No. You guys know I have a pretty stupid toe I got yep. like a toe that's really bad that i need fixed i've gone to a walk-in clinic three or four times i would say every time they take pictures and they prescribe um antibiotics to me that's all they do i've never gotten referred to anybody they've never said they could fix it they just oh put this on your toe and uh maybe it'll it, get better it doesn't really help let that's me never helped let me get you some of that, uh, some of that nutty wood stuff. Does that work with ingrown toenails? It works for bacteria. Really? Yeah. So it actually might be able to heal your toe. I, I do can... have a bad bacteria um, issue. Yeah. So I'm gonna I have get the exact you some. Same thing. You can make it into a tea. You can even get natural antidepressants. There's a flower. It's called Saint John's. It's a yellow flower. I you're but... gonna say heroin. <laughs> no, but when you rub it together, like if you rub this flower in between your fingers, it's a yellow flower. It turns red, and that's oh, that's like it's it's weird. And there's like a medicinal property in it, and it actually can help boost your mood. And I remember getting a jar of these. I literally picked it and started eating. Like I ate a whole jar of these flowers, man. And <laughs> I was actually chilling. I was like, for some reason, I was in such a good mood, like. And then if you get a lot of antidepressants now, they get you hooked on them and they mess with your emotions and there's a big possibility of negative side effects. Mm. And yeah. th- this thing also had more positive side effects or like more positive effects than just like being an antidepressant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have you guys talked about the um, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp case at all on this podcast? I think it's yeah, come yeah, up a, a couple times. We've ran around it a little bit, yeah. Okay. Before you get into it, I'm going to go take a bathroom ba- break. You all can talk without me for a second. <laughs> Needs to take a piss. I just watched Joey chug like two beers. Yeah, dude, I'm on An- I'm on Amber Heard's side. Whoa. Whoa, this is controversial. <laughs> Kidding. Playing the devil's advocate. I'm on Amber Heard's lawyer's side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, That's she's got a guy. tough job. She's got a horrible job. She's, she's got, got probably the worst job. job in all of America right now. Dude, imagine landing that job. 
Like, dude, that'd be a sucky job. Like, there's nothing. She, there's nothing going for Amber Heard. No, and even whether she wins or loses this case, this will ruin this this lawyer's reputation. Joey just hit the lights. With the lights. Dude. Oh, yeah, hey, <laughs> have you guys uh, speaking on medicine and health and stuff? Have you heard of monkeypox yet? I um, heard about it. It I, showed I've, up on my weather app. I've heard about it as well. I'm nervous, man. Well, not about monkeypox, but more so about them trying to use it as a political stunt again. But the thing is, the thing is, it spreads like it's a sexually transmitted not virus. Oh, not fully. It's saliva too. Okay, oh, so damn. if you're smacking with somebody, then yeah, or talking or well, spitting. I uh, I, guess, yeah. I don't think any of us have anything to worry about though. I mean, you have to have multiple sexual partners for it to affect you. So it also we says really that gonna be seeing some interesting it things. It also happening. says that it's prominently spreading through the homosexual communities. Wow. Fun fact: yeah. that's gonna true. be a lot of people who are homosexual. So anybody people. that gets it, as of now, I know you're gay. You can't hide it anymore. Oh man. Monkeypox equals gay. <laughs> Joey's back and you heard monkeypox. You heard monkeypox equals gay. Um, incorrect. It's a legitimate thing. No. I just think Don't that they're going to No, it. I think that they're going to use it for some kind of crap. That's exactly what I just said. But it's just like corona, just because they use it for something doesn't mean it's real. Like I like I I, I don't know if I've said it on here before, but I'm pretty sure that my dad almost died from Corona. Like, I think he was very close. And he got help. Not from the hospital, by the way. Actually, from the medicines that they are trying to hide. Yeah. Like ivermectin. Yes. And that, I think, saved his life. And there were a couple other things that we did. And he pulled through. But um, we had a group of people. I'm not going to mention anything but a group of medical professionals that were fired for not taking the vaccine and trying to come up with all alternative ideas that they shut down because they had an agenda of what they wanted to push and they were able to get their hands on stuff like ivermectin and uh whatnot and they came over and they said that they think that they caught my dad just in time like i would wake up like i slept downstairs just because I know that in the morning, my dad, it was the worst in the morning and he wouldn't be able to do anything for himself. Like he would just be on the ground, like hacking away and like, he couldn't get, like he had a hard time getting up. He had a hard time literally doing anything. And I, there was like a machine that dispensed, uh, some kind of gas or it was like a, it was like a vaporizer of some sort with a mask and a tube. You filled up the, a little vial of liquid and then you put the mask on and then you turn on the machine and then like it would like vaporize the liquid and then you would inhale it is that not it, just oxygen no it was supposed to help your lungs i believe it was like peroxide and um i think it was just peroxide and water or silver water or I'm not exactly sure what it was. I can't remember what it was, but it was like some kind of vaporizer and I would put it on him. Like he couldn't even do that himself. So I had to sleep downstairs and then I would wake up to him hacking. And that's how I knew. He was like your alarm system. Pretty yeah, much. pretty much. And I wake up and I 
like have to help him up. So I have a question. Isn't ivermectin what uh, Joe Rogan took when he uh, was sick with the coronavirus? Yes, and everyone called it uh, horse dewormer. Yeah. But they do use it for horses, but it was originally used in humans, and it actually won a Nobel Prize. Okay. Um, so did how long did it take um, once he took ivermectin? How long did it take for him to start feeling better? I think he was only sick for two or three days. Really? Oh, my dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. They, he was sick for a good two, three weeks. Okay. But once he took it after that, do you know how long it took for him to get better? Not exactly, but he pulled through and um, we had like a little machine that would monitor his oxygen and his ox- oxygen started to go pretty low. And I think my dad already had problems with lungs for with his lungs for a while. Like they've never been like the greatest. Yeah. So, um, like it's, it's insane. Like, like the medical, like the medical people, they told me that they thought they caught him just in time because his oxygen just started to dip. It was like on the verge of the point where we would have probably had to bring him to the hospital, but we didn't want to because over here they would give them something called a remdesivir. Yep. They put them on a ventilator, and uh, this is like worst case scenario. They put yeah. them on a drug called remdesivir, and uh, that would actually have a really high possibility of like shutting down your kidneys and other organs. Okay. So pretty much, it's like a death sentence either way. Yeah. And uh, so we got them. And there's another thing that was happening: uh, hydrochloroquine. We already talked about it. I think. Uh, it's another drug that was supposedly really good to help with COVID and, uh, the factory that like one of the main producers of hydrochloroquine that was based out of South Africa mysteriously burned down. The factory mysteriously burned down. Oh my goodness. And there's actually reports of people saying they seen mercenary type men going in. So conspiracy theory. Uh, just prove like for me, I believe that the the elites are not out here to try to keep us alive. They don't care about our health. Money. No, definitely not. the the Canadian The Canadian healthcare system. This might be controversial. It is the complete. It's a complete joke. It's a disaster. It's full of uneducated people. I don't know if not you not could say every edu- Educated. I don't know not, if you could okay. say uneducated. They uneducated. Are liter- they're told what to do. That's what it is. They're murderers. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, but how from you... my personal experience, they're murderers. Mm. They have, from people that I was that I was related to, they un, like un the family unknowingly found out later that the person in the hospital, their family member was given remdesivir without any consent, like um, like Dude. my grandpa went in and. He was texting my grandma in the morning, hey, I need my uh, my inhaler because my asthma is getting bad. Can you just bring it to the hospital? Yeah. She's like, okay. And she wasn't allowed to see him at the time. So she brings it to him in the morning, and he's he's barely breathing all day, can barely breathe. By the end of the day, they finally give it to him. By the end of the day. He's oh like, yeah, goodness. I just got my inhaler now. And, she had dropped and it off he in ended up passing away from pneumonia in 2020. And they tried to treat him for COVID, but they weren't actually looking into the signs. He had pneumonia. Yeah. So he was murdered, hundred percent. They knew oh what they were doing. He was murdered, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stand up for the Canadian healthcare system. If I get sick, I will die in my house before I'll go to the hospital in Canada. If you're a Mennonite, 
in Canada, don't go to the hospital. Oh, if you're just no, I I would just say open your mind, because, like, these people, I wouldn't say necessarily all of them are murderers, and they're not uneducated. These are very smart people. The thing is, the medical care system, I believe, has become a, um, what do you call it? Straight an up echo politicized. Ch- no, an echo chamber. An echo chamber because they were firing anybody that had an alternative idea for what to do with the COVID problem. Yeah. And anybody that wouldn't want to get vaccinated that was like that had medical experience, they were fired. They want yes men. Yeah, yeah. They want people that are just, yeah, they want people that are just going to follow orders. And these people, they believe they're doing the right thing. Not that they are. And you know what? Be, like you got to go to the hospital like there has to be hospitals like there's instances where you need surgery like there's instances like for a burn unit like i stand by it i will die on that hill i will die outside of a hospital before i step foot until this political war is over in canada like because it. there is a political war happening whether you believe it or not we are in serious war right now between two sides and whether like you can deny it all you want I believe that if I'm going to get sick, I'm flying over to a different country, and why I'm going to get treated private with private health care. I would do, do the you, same thing. Why do you uh, think that my parents left? It's because of the whole political war going on right, right now. They see everything that's going on in it's, the government. They can see what True Dope is doing. True Dope. I like yeah. that. True Dope. It's, yeah, they would know more more about it than I Actually, do, we got to call him True Doy. True Doy? Nah, yeah. he's not one of the Doy that boys. Nah. Don't even give him that yeah. label. Yeah. Um... I will say I've been listening to an audiobook. Uh, crap, you know what? I actually gotta find out the author's name because I gotta shout him out because the book is actually really awesome. But basically, it's 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 fiction. It's about a Navy SEAL, and um, a lot of it has to do with uh, is it? It's Jack Carr. Jack Carr. He's a retired Navy SEAL, and he writes fi- he writes fiction. And I've been listening to one of his books, and it talks a lot about, like, it's a lot about uh, warfare and even information warfare. And it talks about a lot. It talks a lot about um, inform, like, information warfare and what's and how different countries are attacking the states with misinformation and disinformation, and using it to. Um, separate to divide Conquer, in the country divide yeah yeah and you know it is fiction but i believe a lot of it is non-fiction like like there's aspects of it that are non-fiction because i believe that's happening where other countries um are laughing at us because of how divided we are and i think that they're exploiting that and using it to make our countries weaker and it's evident that that's happening like the separation, I, I do think there's a turnaround happening though. Like there's mm-hmm. there's more people coming together on like a side that's, I I shouldn't say it, but I guess it's more anti-government and and um, like it's just uh, I, I I just feel like there's more people coming together and realizing that there's a lot of baloney happening. Yeah. In the political side of things and yeah, like uh, I don't know. I feel like there's a there's a turnaround happening. So I'm not anti-government. I, I Wait, what were you going to say? I was going to say, some people might might think of this as a conspiracy theory or, you know, there's no way that this could happen. But I don't think that Justin Trudeau is in control. I think if there's another prime minister elected 
in what like is what was it 2024 2025 or something uh 2024 2024 yeah i think even if there is a new pm elected and i don't think it matters if he's conservative liberal and i don't think it matters because i think there's a puppet master behind this like behind the scenes oh yeah dude lobbyists and people that are paying off uh politicians to pass certain bills i that that a hundred percent happens it's all it's all money money makes the world go round money and power and the more power you have the more opportunity you have to make money and uh dude like it's it's actually it's actually really scary i don't even think that's necessarily conspiracy theory like there's different companies that could easily pay off because politicians don't make that much i mean they make like a lot but a lot of them are like millionaires but why why are they millionaires like yeah. if you look at their wages it's not it doesn't add up yeah it does not add up they're getting money from somewhere getting yeah. bribery money on the side um feet picks <laughs> <laughs> they go with the flow they get some money with it I don't know. I think it's very scary, and I think it's making our countries weak, and I think that we're almost due for a downfall in society. Like in the book that I was listening to, there's a quote, society is a fragile thing, and society is a fragile thing, and what makes you think that the Western world wouldn't fall? I think it very well could Every fall. Every other great oh, civilization it fall. can, yeah. Because yeah. it's happened countless times in history. Yep. It just always happens that, like a... A power like is is huge during a, a couple like maybe fifty years or so, and then there's a decline that happens, and then they fall, and that place no longer exists. Like Alexander the Great, and he. No, not Alexander the Great. I'm thinking of somebody else. I'm thinking of uh, Genghis Khan. Do you Genghis know how Khan. Many people he killed. Alexander the Great, the Roman Empire. He uh, killed enough people that it actually changed the carbon footprint of the earth. Oh yeah, it's insane. He killed twenty five percent of the Earth at the time. Yeah, think about that. That's that's swag, insane. Dude. How do you even <laughs> kill that many people? He also knocked up. A he's got lot the highest. Of, a lot. He's of got the highest death kill death ratio. Probably the highest body. Yeah, count he's too. got a he's got a big KD. That's for sure. Big a big KD and a big kill count too. He liked yeah. He liked killing people and knocking girls up. <laughs> you know, interesting I, hobbies. You said anti-government. I don't know if I'm necessarily anti-government. I think that's bad. I'm um, more small government, less social government. Like I don't like I don't like the government getting into a lot of social issues. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think they should be in charge of keeping our roads well or well maintained. They should be in charge of keeping our military strong. Um, like stuff like that i guess like in aspects where it comes to like systems like the systems that make our country work stick with that don't get into personal issues like social issues like that's Are where you talking i think about like blm and and uh like things like that like where the Tax money is going towards sex changes where um, they start taking away our freedom of speech, which Trudeau has done. Freedom manipulated. to carry weapons. Uh, yeah, our freedom of self-defense. Are, like, aren't you supposed to be like helping keep – like there was another quote in the book that I was listening to. People are uncomfortable with a person that is – with a man specifically – that is willing 
to defend themselves. Like a, a man that's willing to commit violence. You know what I mean? Not in the in the aspect of like just going and murdering somebody, but to defend his family and what he has built, you know, and what he yeah. owns. People don't like that because we are uh, in a society where you aren't supposed to do that. You're in a society where you're supposed to call the police because that's not your job to do that. It's your job to call the police if something bad is happening. You are not supposed to, like, protect yourself. People are, like, they they feel like they have a moral high ground. Yeah. And they, and they put themselves in a position where they're like, this is my place and the place where um, if somebody breaks into my home, I'm not supposed to take care of that. The police are. And the society, or in the in the government in Canada, have set has set that up, because you can't defend yourself. You know, I mean, you can. I mean, there's instances where you will win in court, but you'll have to go to court. And it's Some- going to be very rare. Yeah, like it's a tough it's a tough process too. Like you're not just going to win that like that trial. It's not. It's, it's not costly as easy as too. That. Like lawyers, they cost a lot of money, mm-hmm. especially nowadays. And they're not on the side of the people, especially when it comes to you know. If you come from a country that's war torn or war torn and has a lot of problems and you come into this country as a refugee or as a, as an immigrant, I come from an immigrant family and you're willing to contribute to our society, great. But if you come into our country and you have a government like ours where the immigrants get in some instances free housing in most free instances. cars free education and then the people that have lived here for who knows how long don't get any of those benefits and then we have to pay for the people that are getting all these things for free and they don't yeah and they don't take care of their own people but they take care of all the people that just came here like i come from an immigrant family where is my free education where's my free housing where's my free car you know what i mean or my parents they work their ass off and you know what my dad did well for himself and he's paying for all these people that are getting all these things. And he was an immigrant that came here with nothing in his pocket. Uh, not a cent to his name. And he had to build it all up from the dirt. But he didn't get any of that from the government. He had to do it himself. Time pretty much what happens when Trudeau brings immigrants over here, he's pretty much just trying to get free votes. I honestly think that's his main concern. Him getting more votes. I think it is too, and it's a good strategy, but it is horrible for all. You know what? I remember when the trucker convoy was happening, and uh, all over the news they were saying most of these people are white supremacists and racists. And I was at the protests, and there was an Arab gentleman who had his turban on, and he was there with, I think, his family. And they were holding up signs saying, I'm the white supremacist that's fighting for his freedom. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And that's I, great. I loved it. I yeah. loved and it. I've noticed the way that the government likes to play race. They like to play with race. They like to make us feel divided. For like, sure. us and them, us and them. When we all have something we agree with, like the trucker convoy, I saw every single ethnicity there. It wasn't just one ethnicity, and I didn't hear anything racist. I didn't hear any hateful stuff. It was very loving. Actually, I did see some hate, but it was from the other side coming and swearing at us for what we were doing. I did see that. 
Like, that's something that I feel like united us. You know what I mean? Yep. That united... Like, I hadn't been proud of my country until the I was there. Boy. Until I was there and I felt that, like, felt like I was in that atmosphere and I was feeling all the things I was feeling, dude. I've never felt so patriotic because I was like, man, this is doing something and this is this is fighting for our freedom. You know what I mean? It's history, dude. This will be in the history books. Maybe. If the government has any say in it, it will just not, not be the history, in the history books run by the government. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't like to include um, stuff like that. They'll bury that uh, with all the Indian kids. Oh man! Ooh, too soon. <laughs> the government. So you guys uh, have probably heard about the shooting that happened in Texas of all yep. the elementary kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, recent? Yeah. Again? Yeah. Like last it happened week. again. Oh man! Uh, eighteen elementary kids. Some teenager walked in and shot him. How many? Eighteen. <sighs> Teacher shot, and uh, the kid who did it, he also shot. I believe so. There was grandmother or his mother. His grandma. Before he went to school to shoot eighteen kids and one teacher. That's the, those are just those who are dead. I can't imagine how many are wounded, and uh, just emotionally scarred. Like that can't be it's, a fun thing to go through. It's so tragic. I seen it on my Facebook feed. Most of the comments were just implying that they wanted the government to ban guns. Yep. I seen that from on Instagram as well. Like, yeah. Like people saying it, that you can't like you can't uh, you can't say that gun control is not something that should happen. I'm mean, I mean, like to an extent, maybe. But like people should be able to go out and be able to buy a gun and and yep. I don't like. In some cases, there was there was a study done. Sorry for cutting you off, but there was a study done, and there are close to 2.8 million cases of self-defense with a weapon every year. 2.8 million people defend themselves every year with a weapon. Yeah. Defend. So you want to strip a country of that? That's 2.8 million more potential charges. And you want to ban guns like. You can't fully ban guns. Think about it. What if all the good citizens didn't have guns and everyone who wanted to do harm to those good citizens had guns? Do you know that would be a slaughter? And you can't you can't there's there's a lot, man. There's so much on this topic I can oh, talk I about, know. man. I know. This is a very touchy <laughs> subject for you, I know. Statistics are actually messed up and if you look at the amount of mass shootings that happen in the United States every year, you will find an absurd amount in the hundreds. See? And if you actually do your research on a lot of these quote-unquote mass shootings, a lot of them are gang violence, like a big percentage. Yeah. Not even just that. Some of them are like only three people dead, two or three people dead. Doesn't really necessarily qualify as a mass shooting. They're trying to make it. You know what happened in World War II? So during World War II, there was something that Hitler wanted to do, and that's he wanted to get rid of the guns in his country so that those that would oppose him had no ability to actually do anything about it okay so what he did is he made like he jacked the statistics on hunting accidents and um uh homicides and attacks with weapons and and guns so that he was able to scare the citizens into giving up the guns so that nobody could stop him and the spe- the specific re- like the only reason the second amendment is there is so that they can stop so that they can have defense against a tyrannical government you know what i mean yeah. so if nobody has a gun the government 
can control the people without effort. But yeah, if, like, if if you have a gun, you have something to say. You know what I mean? It's like beware. You know what I mean? If you start doing something that I believe is unethical, I have the right to defend myself and my family. And like the government a, doesn't like, like that. The second the government takes away the venom, we're no we're not scary. Yeah. We're not we're no threat. Yeah, like if they leave us alone, we'll respect their boundaries. But when they come and try to attack us, what are you gonna want? A venomous snake or a snake that has no venom? Think about it. You want a garden snake or a cobra? Exactly. And there's cobra Tate, Andrew Tate. You can, <laughs> you can get rid of guns. Australia did it. But in the case of United States, the amount of guns that are there, if you ban it, you're opening up a whole new blo- dark black market. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of illegal trade, and a lot more people are going to die. Not even just that. A lot of the shootings that happen, a lot of them are illegal guns. There was a case of a shooting that happened here in Canada. Very little was reported on what kind of gun he used. And that was this shooting was used, I believe, to actually ban a lot of guns here in Canada. But it was an illegal gun that was used. And if you ban these guns, you're just taking away the guns from law-abiding citizens that aren't using them to, to go shoot people. And think about another thing. Imagine if we didn't have any guns. Do you know how hard it would be to keep the animal population in check? It's another thing. Well, it, uh, I believe you can get rifles or guns in Australia and places where guns are banned. If you are of a far- if you are a farmer or or a hunter, it's very hard to do. Yeah, like really hard to do, but you can do it. I'm just saying for like animal population control. Obviously, it's a very important part of our ecosystem is to control it because if there's too many wolves and not enough deer, then, you know, the eventually all the deer will die out. If there's too little wolves and there's too many deer, you know, the deer, they're going to breed like crazy and there's going to be a bunch of them. There's going to be too much of them and farmers' crops get destroyed and all this agriculture dies. I think that's more of a hunting conversation than a it's gun conversation. Conver- it's it, still a gun conversation. It is a gun conversation, but you can use crossbows and bow and arrows. That's true, but you know how much harder it is to shoot your target with a bow or a crossbow than it is for a rifle? Yeah. It's a world of a difference. That is true. For me, that I know it's like, like what you're saying. The gun was already legal in the first place in that incident. I guarantee you all these mass shootings, these guns are not legal, legally obtained. They're always... Probably dark web or cereal scratched off. Someone gave it to them. So the people that are doing everything right, following the rules, doing the courses, you're going to punish them for the actions of someone who's untrained, who's just, you know. Yeah. And another thing, what I find very interesting, this boy, that this guy, this teenager that um, did the shooting, he... Um, he was he was linked with the CIA. He huh. had he had ties. He had done something in the past that had got the CIA the CIA involved with him. And I saw a conspiracy theory that a lot of these mass murder shooting like shooters, they always have an incident with the CIA first. It's never like just some random person straight out of the blue does it. Well, he probably a lot of them that. have ties to the CIA, which is very interesting because. What if this is a political shootout? 
shooting. I don't want to. I don't want to say that that's the truth. That the CIA would have done that. Maybe I'm putting a target on my own head. You're <laughs> diving deep into conspiracy territory, <laughs> but I do agree with you. These are just. This is just speculation. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, we've said it many times. We are the Doy Boys. We're just Doys. Yeah. We love um, the CIA. We love Joe Biden. <laughs> just sure. Um, I'm but just trying not to get Joe shot. Byron. The Vegas shooter also had some uh, questionable things happening to him before he did the shooting. And there's something that's also not being brought up. The, f- the percentage of people in the United States and in Canada over here that are on drugs um is very high very high i forget what the percentage is but it's it's i it's over 50 percent of the people that are on what? medication yes I, I went to timmy's in windsor the other day i looked in like they have these needle dispensaries right Dude, i yeah. looked in there and there's a crack pipe in there i'm talking about legal drugs i'm talking about antidepressants that people t- are taking to take the edge off yeah, okay. This is what I'm talking about, and there is some very disturbing statistics on um, antidepressants uh, and benzodiazepines and and drugs that are people that are uh, drugs that people are taking right now for mental reasons, for side effects, and what happens when you get off of them. It can. Like, there's instances where people will go kill somebody if they're off their drugs. Yeah. Or even on them. And people don't talk about this. There's a whole podcast on it where, uh, on a, I, th- I believe it's a psychiatrist, and they actually stopped prescribing things. I guess in instances you need it, but um, the amount that it's being prescribed, like, you go to a psychiatrist and right away they'll give you a pill, they'll give you something. You know what I mean? It happened to me. And it's not necessarily always a good thing. You're literally putting a Band-Aid on the issue. And that can cause like severe psychological issues. I've seen it with quite a few people that have been on antidepressants where they come off of them. And it completely screws with their mental health on another level. And sometimes it can make people very violent. And a lot of um, shooters, like school shooters have been on these drugs and the percentage of the shooters that were on drugs is very high and um there's like there's a correlation between taking these antidepressants and school shooters or just shooters in general yeah that is not being talked about you guys really need a fact checker oh that you know what i'm very sure of this we've said it before like you can go look up everything we say yeah yeah, and obviously, I'm like just saying, you guys need like a, a young Jamie who can always research <laughs> yeah. and give you names and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? And I have a hard time, I think, um, articulating what I'm trying to say sometimes. Yeah, I feel that because I don't have the information right in front of me. Like it's a podcast, so everything's off the top of my head. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I'm just spewing things that I've heard. I mean, everybody's kind of spewing things that they've heard. It's not like your information's your own. Like um, on the last podcast when Justin started going into his theory about the whole light speed thing. Like it would have been nice to have someone to pull that up and said, well, Albert Einstein said it first. Uh, I'm not dissing the man or anything. I actually talked to, about it to him yesterday. I found it fascinating. He tried to claim That was like the most fascinating part of the podcast, honestly. I sat there at work and I thought about it. 
it's it's an interesting thing to think about. If Flying you could, through space and time. If you could travel faster than light, the speed of light, wouldn't you eventually see what the Earth looked like thousands of years ago? Theoretically, but yeah, I, I'm I'm almost positive that's a theory um, that was that Einstein came up with. See, the thing is, like, wh- what I had a question with for for Justin that wasn't really answered was, okay, so you travel this fast. And you're out this far. How do you see what is happening here? Well, he gave a pretty good answer. What was his answer again? Um, he said that if we had the technology to do that, by then we'd have oh, a powerful enough yeah. telescope to look back. Yeah, probably, yeah. Or we would have powerful technology. Um, okay, you know what? That doesn't work. I was going to say AI that can connect every single camera together to give you like kind of like a... You know how back backup cameras work these days where you got a sensor on each side of the vehicle yeah, that can, can kind of on top of your car yeah it kind of puts the picture together yeah i mean that could work but if you go far enough back in time the cameras aren't going to be there in order for you to actually see it so imagine the kind of zoom lens you would need that'd be some that'd be a big lens <laughs> oh yeah it would that'd be that'd like be massive that'd be like the size of the uh, a couple houses probably <laughs> for sure my theory is humanity will never do time travel it'll never work i don't think so either i don't think it's i don't think it's i don't think it's possible it's either if, think it if it is possible the whole world is gonna go insane yeah well act, technically if time travel does exist wouldn't we already have people Visit checking up on yes us? i mean no who's gonna come to 2022 yeah this is <laughs> if i'm time traveling i'm tra- time traveling way back Mm. But like at, 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 at that point though like if they're that far in the future this could be way back if time travel but is real, people have claimed to be time travelers. Yeah, we don't attention. take them serious. <laughs> um, I think that if time travel is real, Justin Trudeau would be dead by now. Nope, you can't do stuff like that. Butterfly I, effect, like we were talking about. Someone's gonna avoid it, ignore it. I we're think, humans. I think we're in a very detrimental point in history. Yeah, I think we are too. I think we're in a very serious point in history, so that would give reason for somebody to travel in this specific time. To like, warn us? Mm, I don't know if to warn they us. probably would just be doing research, honestly, because like, you're not really, like, if you're a time traveler, you're not really supposed to mess with things. No. Yeah, you can't really do anything, because if you do anything, it's going to really mess with the future. So that's why if somebody would travel back in time, they're not going to be killing Trudeau. You like, I would say, if, like, if I had time, if I had a time travel device, I would not be going back in time and killing Hitler and stopping nine eleven and and. Do you see the Family Guy bit? Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen that before, <laughs> but I mean, just from the butterfly effect, I wouldn't be messing with anything. Like, you can't mess with anything because, like, what if you went back in time and killed Genghis Khan? We probably wouldn't be alive. Yeah. You like come back and be you a don't whole lot more exist. populated. You come back and you don't even exist. Yeah. Then you couldn't come back to that point in time. Well, you would. You just fade away. You would like leave, and, and you just, just fade would away. never arrive back to the future. It's like the Thanos snap. Yeah. Back to the future. <laughs> I love that movie. I've never that seen was, it. That was the first movie me it's and my good. girlfriend watched together. Back to the Future. Yeah. It's a it's good series. Yeah. It's good for the movie. second one is kind of mid, but the first and third yeah. ones are good. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the first one. The first one, they go to the future. Yeah. The second one... No, the first one, they go to the past. 
how far into the past? Oh yeah, that's right. Marty. Yeah. Uh, They're getting attacked. His, his mom was like hitting on him. Yeah, it was kind of weird. <laughs> oh it was yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, sus. Yeah, yeah. And one of them, they go to the future. See, in in, uh, in the second one, somehow Biff is able to get control of the time machine and travels back, and then they come back to the future, and suddenly Biff is a huge thing in the future. Yeah, he's got like a casino and yeah. stuff. Because of a sports book. Yeah, a sports book that he ended up picking oh, up. Oh, yeah. I feel like you could like make so many movies based on going to the past. Like I, I just hate future stuff. You know what I mean? Maybe some people like it. The thing is, like, it's very speculative. Yeah, it's... Spec- the past is set in stone. Which I... It's cooler to me. The past is cooler to me than the future. Like, when I go into the future and you got flying cars and you got all this crazy stuff, to me, it's just, like, lame. Like, it, like for video games, like, war games, like, where they go into the future and you got all these laser guns. To me, it's just... It turns me off so fast. Because I'm like, this didn't happen. I'm like, this is, like, like for the reason that it is speculation. But if you go back and you make a good World War II game, I'm just like, hey, this is sick. You know, I mean, like, these battles happen. I get all these iconic weapons. Or, like, base it off of legit wars or even, like, in the present. That's a lot more interesting to me than going to the future. And I feel like all the movies and video games these days are all directed towards the future. And it just, it just... It's it's lame to me. It's like if you're going to yeah. make a movie about time travel, why are you going to the future, man? Like, go back to the Stone Age, bro. Yeah. Like, go back to where the dinosaurs were. Like, but that's, that's, that's so, so cool. <laughs> yeah, but it's way cooler. Yeah. yeah. It's way cooler than, like, oh, we get some cars that can fly? Like. Yeah, but how do you know that's the future? Oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just using that as an example. Or AI or or you got all this futuristic stuff. Or you know what'd be cool if you went to the future and it was like a like a an apoc- ap- apoc- apocalyptic wasteland, and you got like people rebuilding society. That'd be swag. That but, could that would be pretty cool to see actually. But like this crazy like utopian society, like it'll never happen. Lame. Do you think lame, that? Don't want to see it. Have you, Have you guys ever watched Ready Player One? Yes. Yeah. I haven't seen. See, it. that's cool. It. That's a movie that you have to watch. Yeah. It is really good. Um, do you think that that could be a possibility one day that instead of doing normal everyday things and going to work, people obsess over living in virtual reality? It's happening. Uh, that's already, it's already, it's already getting there. It's getting there. They just don't have the haptic feedback suits. Well, it's our starting they, though. They do. Like, there's, there's, there's like mouth controls and like hand controls yeah. and you can feel like parts of people's bodies at this point. I as think, soon as they get that suit going, dude, people are straight up going to live in there. I think... The day that everything changes is um, is when you won't be able to you won't be able to tell what's real and what's VR. Once yeah. you won't be able to differentiate the difference. The Bro. only the only thing that'll tie you into now is the fact that you still have to eat. And you yeah. still have to. Well, you can fall asleep in VR. See, this is how you can bypass that. Feeding tubes. No. There's also a really no, no, good no. anime on it, Schmidt. I bet you would love to watch it. Communism. What are you saying? That's not an anime. (laughs) No, no, no. That's how you bypass the eating and the drinking thing. You can literally turn people into sheep. How do you do that? They live in this virtual world. They get their passive income to buy their basic necessities, and they don't need anything else. Yeah. You get fed through a tube. You can live in a box, like a tiny box, like like a real, like you could literally live 
in well, like Well, all a, you need is a seat and something to cover yeah, you. That's all you need. Yeah. And you need food and water and then you have you have the people that are supplying the food and and whatever you need to drink. Boom, that's it. All you need is the basic necessities. You don't you don't have this giant consumer and no. then the, and then all the people that are outside of that get everything they want. They get Whoa. Someone dropped a chair. We apologize for the loud noise. But yeah, you get infinite power and wealth. Because everyone's just a mind controlled little sheep. I just like Wally. You, there's still gonna be bad politics in VR. <laughs> oh there will be. <laughs> Probably. If they can control real life, why wouldn't they be able to control VR? Exactly. But I, honestly, to be to be completely honest, I don't see it ever going that far. I think that like there's too many people that enjoy their outdoors time and their nature and and like being outside. Do you have a well? You have a son. I was gonna say, do you have like a little brother who's like maybe seven, eight right now? He's eleven. He's eleven. What does he do mostly with his time? He plays a lot of Fortnite. Yeah, so he's on technology. Yeah, this guess, whole yeah. new generation of kids—that's all they want to do. They want to spend time on technology. My my little brother, who is thirteen right now, he has two friends, and they're his cousins, and they connect by playing video games together. Me and Joey—we've been friends since we were little kids, like we were five, six. That's how long we've known each other. When we wanted to have fun, we went outside, we went and we hunted. We hunted for birds, for mice, like you name it. We did target practice. Or we'd literally just come up with our own little games. And we didn't have a phone where we could constantly text each other. We had to use our parents' phone to call each other. We had to memorize the number. Yep. Speaking of mice, there's this one time, me and my my brother Billy, (laughs) um, we caught this mouse. I think he was holding it, and I had a saw, and I just saw this mouse right in half. Oh, my. <laughs> that's all the story is. You saw the mouse. So somebody said that. mouse, and that's what came to your mind. Well, Damn. Said, like, yeah. Hunted mice, yeah. <laughs> Dude, we... Well, <laughs> yeah, hunting mice. Do you, do you remember hunting mice in the wintertime in that big ditch? <laughs> yeah, we had a big ditch, and we would blowgun hunt them, dude. Yeah, we'd, like, they would, walk we would around. pin them to the ground. <laughs> yeah, we'd literally oh, find yeah. mice. And, dude, you had to be skilled, man. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, they're little targets, too. They're fast, and they're small. Like, the fact that we even hit them with that blowgun, where yeah. we'd be like, yeah. and that dart would hit it, it was just like, like, now that I think back at it, I'm amazed that we were even able hey, to shoot these things. Don't discredit us. We had pretty good aim. Like we, oh, yeah. We had pretty good aim, I would say. I mean, we could shoot. Um, we used to also put up, like, styrofoam cups, and we'd try to hit those with the uh, with the blowgun. We were pretty accurate. Dude, I, I, I'm sad I stopped doing that. Yeah, same here, honestly. I'm actually upset that we start, we stopped doing that. You know I like Cabin trip. We'll do some bird hunting or something. <laughs> You know what, I, I've, uh, you know, when I was a younger kid, like, mice is one thing, pests are one thing, like, I'll still, like, hunt pests or whatever, yep. and I'll just give them to my cats or, or, or anything like that, but now, if I shoot something, I usually just eat it, yeah. unless it's a pest, hey, I um, I, I'm not about the whole, you know, murdering, shoot to kill. and then, we, uh, we ate a couple of the birds that we uh, ended up shooting, oh yeah, doves and stuff like that, have you ever brutally murdered something? Like, like, just cold-hearted, brutal. <laughs> As kids, we definitely did, both of us. Well, okay, you know what? For anybody listening to this, you, you gotta know that, like... <laughs> this the, is the past. Okay, you gotta know 
what kind of school we came from. Yeah. Okay. It, it was a little different. Like if there was a live creature on the on the school grounds, it was murdered. It was murdered. I used to hate that dude as a kid. And I feel like it desensitized me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say, you know, shooting birds just for fun or whatever. I have done that. I'm ashamed to say it, but I have done that. But I've moved on from that and I've developed a heart. I, I had a heart and then I lost it and then I got it back. Now I'll like if I shoot something or hunt something, I eat it. You're looking. You're looking for food. Yeah, and I'm a like I because I appreciate the animal. I've loved animals since I was a kid, and then I went through this stage where I kind of like hate myself. Uh, don't regret it because I learned from it. Although it was shitty, I'm not gonna deny that. But now, if I shoot something, unless it's a pest, that's the only time that I'll I'll do it just cause. Just to shoot it, you know what I mean, and then I'll give it to like one of my animals, so it doesn't go to waste. I don't regret anything. Birds aren't real. Johnny said it first. <laughs> Birds are not real. It's just like the thing is alive. Like I, I don't know. I don't want to cause it pain. You know, I, like I, and I don't want it to go to waste. Like if I shoot something, like this thing died. I like I feel like I gotta eat it or something. Do something with it. You know, it can't just. Well, like die. another thing, we were just kids, and um, I feel like cancel culture wasn't really around then. Um, I think if we did that podcast then, we'd probably be bragging about it, honestly. Mm. At the time. There's things, there's, th- th- you know, there's things I'd rather keep quiet. Same. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's, like, I've, I've brutally murdered some animals, and I, I'm never going to say that that's that's like, that's a train I mean, serial you, killer man you, you did like, well like i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say what i did or what kind of animal it was maybe a, like a mouse <laughs> well you heard the mouse you heard the mouse story you heard the mouse no, story. i never did anything as brutal as that it just i you know live target practice that's I, how i've seen it taped a firecracker I, I to, to a grasshopper yeah i remember that. <laughs> Let's just say the thing went kaboom. Yeah, it was a beautiful sight to see. There was a buddy at work who created a puddle of weld, like hot weld, and then put a, um, I think it was a mantis on it. Oh, oh. Just a puddle of hot weld and he put a mantis on oh, it. That's goodness. horrific. Yeah, see, that's cruel. That's horrific. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what do you think? Time to call it quits on, on burning animals? Yeah, let's... <laughs> Let's uh, let's call it quits. Um, we don't condone Stop animal cruelty. Stop abusing animals. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, we don't condone that. Like, it's a horrible thing to do. It's just a shitty thing to do. Yeah, unless you're twelve and bored and have a unless baby gun. <laughs> it's a grasshopper. Yeah, and you tie it to a firecracker. They don't feel anything. Oh, I mean, if you tie it to a firecracker, believe me, that thing does not feel anything. <laughs> no, it's just gone. Yeah. yeah. It disappears into the stars. Anyway, yeah, we'll call it quits. Where can they find our podcast, man? Well, the podcast is on I mean, Spotify. I think they already found it. Yeah. I mean, if you're listening, <laughs> listening to yeah. this, good job. You and found uh, it. Okay, you can listen on Spotify. You can li- listen on Apple Podcasts. Can they find us anywhere else? Yes. Where? Instagram. I don't know the full list, but there's like eight different platforms. Really? Oh, okay. oh really? We're on quite a few platforms. Oh, interesting. There's like Google, Deezer, like six more. You know what would really suck? If what? this was the one to really blow up. Why would that suck? I would be canceled instantly. For nah, what? Dude. All the bird talk, dude. <laughs> Birds aren't real, though. Anyway, yeah. Danny made that all up, so you can't cancel him. Yeah, that's all Jokes on uh, you. hearsay. <laughs> Jokes on you. Relevant. 
Exactly. Objection yes. relevance. You understand. Find <laughs> us on Instagram at the Doy Boys with a Z. Check out our new YouTube video. Joey and Frank eat baby ducks. Yep. And <laughs> also, also animal <laughs> abuse. <laughs> also, if you're on Spotify and or is it Apple? And if I believe there's a rating. Yeah, I think you, you can, can rate give, on Spotify. Give us five stars. Yeah, yeah. Hit that five yeah. star button. Hit the five, five star, star button. If you're cutie. It actually yeah. helps the podcast grow. I've heard that from other people and it makes sense. And I believe that the more, the higher rate that we have, the more it gets recommended. So please. So please take that seriously. Yeah. Just, and it takes like a couple seconds. You know who you are. Like if you're, if you're literally listening to every single episode come out, like you're already listening. Like you're entertained at least one to two hours a week. Hit that five star button. Yeah, do it. Do it. Five star button. Do it. Do it, and we'll do give it. you a cookie. Peer yeah. pressure. I'll give you a high five. Peer pressure. Do there it. There you go. High fives, cookie, too. I mean, you're not like, like, are you really a man, or are you really like a person? Are you yeah, really? Like, I mean, if you are a man, if you are a man, I mean, I don't know what to say about the women. Like, thanks for listening. But if you're a man, like, do you really have a pair of balls if you don't hit the five star button? Facts. I mean. You're not. You might not. Probably I, not. I mean, I did. I'm gonna have to guess no if yep. you haven't voted five stars. Yep, that's what I'm. Anyway, thinking. see ya. Toy boys, thank you for listening again. Please, please follow us on Instagram. That's all for today, but soon in Joey and the bestest friends